and welcome to the BizCast episode three. I'm Alex Page Hatley. And I'm Shannon King. Today's going to be a shorter episode aimed to keep you informed about an upcoming new law that goes into effect on October 1st. So the minimum wage in Connecticut is currently 10.10 an hour, but by June 2023, that will increase to $15 an hour. Before we get into the nuts and bolts, let's back up and review the legislative journey of this bill. Increasing the minimum wage has been issued in Connecticut for as long as I can remember and probably before my lifetime. (laughs) Uh, But the last time Connecticut voted to increase its minimum wage was in 2014, which has brought us to the present day minimum wage of 1010. And if you're doing the math, that's $21,000 a year if you're working 40 hour work weeks and before tax. So that stopped in 2017 at that 1010 an hour. And since then, several states and cities across the country have increased their minimum wage above the federal standard, which sits at just $7.25 an hour. Side note, the last time the federal minimum wage was increased was in 2009, uh, 10 years ago in the middle of a national recession. That's crazy. What's even crazier, my home state of Texas, the minimum wage is still $7.25. Fascinating. Uh, But back to Connecticut. The minimum wage increase bill was passed and signed by Governor Lamont in May. One out of five kids in this state grows up in a family with a minimum wage parent. And I was just struck. I remember it like yesterday. Uh, It wasn't what they were going to buy. It wasn't what they were otherwise going to. It was the fact that they were working two jobs. And maybe if they could work a job and a half, they could be home when their kid got home from school at the end of the day, or they could be there when their child went off to school in the morning and what that would mean uh, for a family. I remember that meeting like yesterday, and that's why we're here today. What it means for families, what it means for working families, and what it means for those kids. After the initial increase on October 1st to $11 an hour, the minimum age will increase a dollar every 11 months until it reaches that 15 in 2023. And something interesting, Shannon, the other day I was looking because the original proposed bill had it raising a dollar 50 every year for three years, which is substantially more impactful than the way it currently is, which is a dollar over 11 months for five years. And the difference in that for at least six months in 2022 is $2 per hour of the minimum wage. So that increase was huge. And that will definitely lead to savings for businesses, uh, especially small businesses that may have um, predominantly minimum wage earners. Right. It just gives them a lot more time to adjust, to rearrange things internally and to figure out where that money is going to come from. $15 an hour has become a national trend. California raises their wage to 15 an hour by 2022. Massachusetts by 2023, New Jersey by 2024, Maryland and Illinois by 2025, and New York is having theirs adjusted with inflation until it reaches $15 an hour. And speaking of a national trend, uh, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a minimum wage increase to $15 an hour in July, but it was largely symbolic um, as the Republican majority in the U.S. Senate vows to not bring the legislation up for a vote. Right. So what happens when the minimum wage increases? Obviously, most importantly, people are bringing home more money. 
increased minimum is also tough on businesses, particularly small businesses. Uh, the effects could mean reduced hours for workers, raised costs for consumers, potentially jobs eliminated, and even automation. And in a recent survey that we talked about in the first episode by CBA and Markham, we found that 53% of business owners believe that the minimum wage increase will have a negative impact on their company. One small business owner we surveyed told us that they already offer a minimum wage company-wide of $15 an hour and that the market forces should dictate salaries and compensation. But now back to the nuts and bolts that we promised you. If you're a business owner with employees that earn minimum wage currently, be sure to program the 90 cent increase into your payroll system. Uh, You can voluntarily choose to pay them the new higher wage for all hours worked ending uh, that last week of September. But your only legal obligation is to use the new minimum rate applicable at the time the work was performed. So if people are doing work for you now, if you pay them after October 1st, you still pay them your current rate, not the $11 per hour. And because October 1st is a Tuesday, work that is performed on or after October 1st must be paid at $11 per hour. So if your head is spitting a little bit, if you you have any questions about payroll adjustments you need to make or especially overtime calculations, be sure to give uh, Mark Soicher, um, who was actually in our last episode for Paid FMLA, give him a call at his HR hotline at 860-244-1900. That's it for us on this episode three of CBI's BizCast. I'm Alex Page-Hatley. And I'm Shannon King. We hope to see you back here next week. Bye.